Today, I want to talk about. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about status. A few episodes ago, I talked about status and mostly about how we have a kind of positive feedback loop around status、um, in most of the world.、Uh, I want to kind of step back from the positive feedback side of things and just talk about status in general and how it relates to. Well, actual capital and wealth.、Um, so, I want to start by thinking about the Great Depression. So, in the 1929, America had this big old crash, the Great Crash of 1929, started the Great Depression. It seems like a disaster, and it was, but it wasn't really a humanitarian disaster. It was a status disaster. During the six years after the Great Depression, the average life expectancy in the U.S. actually increased. We were healthier in those years. In the years when we had twenty-five percent unemployment, less people died than before that. And even if you look forward in terms of like you know maybe people were really unhealthy and it took a while for them to feel the effects. It doesn't. It doesn't appear to be the case. For what we can tell, people were just healthier, or at least as healthy, during this time of serious unemployment and、um, economic downturn. And you can see that repeated in in later economic downturns. If you look at the 1991 crash of the Japanese market, the market lost half its value, but people's lives didn't really change too much. There were fewer extravagant parties. Um, there was less consumption overall. Less people put their money into the market, certainly, but transportation networks continued to grow. Society remained clean and safe. People continued to live for a ridiculously long time. Japan's the actual lives of people in Japan, in terms of their ability to feed themselves and do go about their daily activities, didn't really change very much. Just some of the daily activities they had might have shifted. And then, when you look at the 2008 recession, the global recession, a similar story plays out. Health actually improved in the U.S. in the years following the recession,、um, even though obviously people were pretty upset. And it's telling that the only source of mortality that actually increased during any of these economic downturns was suicide. All in all economic downturns that are recorded, there's usually an increase in suicide afterwards. People obviously are really upset, even if they're still healthy and able to lead lives that should be fine. And that's because when you have an economic downturn, in addition to losing money, you lose status.、And、that's because money is status in capitalism. In a capitalistic society, we use income to measure how essentially. Trustworthy somebody is. If somebody, if somebody's paid a lot of money, it means that somebody trusts them. Somebody has given them status, and we'll look at all that money and think, oh well, I guess we should trust them as well. And it's honestly not a bad system. Like, how else do you build trust other than doing things for other people, and then the other person, you know, giving you something valuable in return to confirm that indeed the work you did for them was valuable. So income is. A pretty good way of measuring status until there's a downturn. When there's a serious economic downturn, suddenly everybody's income goes down, but 
obviously nobody's worth has been decreased. There's just less money to go around, and so we all make less of it. That doesn't help us feel any better, though. If we can't buy the same things we used to buy, if we can't live in the same house we used to live in, we're going to feel like we have less status. We're going to feel like we're worse, and we're going to be depressed, and more people will commit suicide, which is terrible. But it seems like it should be somehow avoidable because we're still healthy. We still have everything we need to be happy. In fact, in today's world, you know, 100 years after the Great Depression, not only are we in a place where we no longer need to worry too much about, um, you know, having food, you know, 90% of America has abundant access to food, regardless of income level. So not only is that, but we also have abundant access to entertainment. Every American, on average, Americans across all income levels spend about 12 hours a day consuming media. This entertainment is free or low cost. And we all get it. Can you imagine what it would have been like in 1929 if everybody could have had, everybody, no matter how much money they made, no matter how much they were affected by that crash, they could continue to listen to amazing music watch amazing shows in 3D, HD, VR. Like, that's what people wanted to spend money on in 1929. And now we get it for basically free. So we have everything we need to have a high quality of life. But when there is an economic downturn, we all get sad because we lose our status. And so it really has become, I think, the role of governments, at least in the developed world, to focus on efficient allocation of status over efficient allocation of resources. By this, I mean, before a country's quote-unquote developed in the time when it's still developing, it seems like inefficient allocations of resources means somebody dies. Before the 20th century in the U.S., we didn't have a great way to turn energy into human life, you know, like energy into food, energy into transportation, energy into electricity to power machines. We had a lot of inefficient ways of doing this. And so we had to make sure we use our resources really carefully. Otherwise, we couldn't produce enough stuff to support everybody. But as technology improved and governance structures improved and we got less corruption, we got better at using the limited resources we had, or in the case of the US, actually the kind of extravagantly large number of resources that we had um, to support the population. And so at this point, yeah, we can, we can inefficiently allocate resources and everybody lives, but we can't inefficiently allocate status and expect everybody to be happy. And so, yeah, my question now is, how do we allocate status in the same way we allocate resources? What is, what is a, a system we can use, either a system of governance or a philosophy, perhaps, what are ways, changes we can make to our society and our technology and our government to ensure that people feel valuable, even if they're not making money? Because right now, you know, we might be on the brink of some kind of economic downturn, perhaps a depression, and that's bad. And, you know, people will lose a lot of money and be sad. But even if we avoid that, in the next 50 years, most of our jobs seem like they're going to go away. And so it it just can't be sustainable that we continue to allocate status based on money because a lot of people won't be making an income. Or at least if we want to keep that system, we have to have something beyond capitalism to allocate status because 
allocate it really inefficiently, and a lot of people will be really sad. So, what do you think? What are what are some solutions we could use to allocate status? Uh, UBI seems like a good way to do it, um, but surely there's other ways as well. Um, we'd love to see your ideas.